Hey, everyone. Welcome to Mindset Talks, Life Beyond the Checkboxes. I'm John Jermillo, Leadership Performance Coach. I'm Pratik Hoffman. I'm an entrepreneur and a marketing coach. As your co-host for this series, we want to have real everyday conversations, conversations that go beyond the checkboxes of coaching conversations. So they're not that formal coaching outline or questions to ask. They're just two coaches having conversations about everyday topics, things that come to mind that we just kind of want to break down. We're always having great conversations when we meet up and network. Uh, so we want to just share that and get that conversation started, get people thinking maybe in a new way, uh, considering new options of looking at these different topics. So that's what we want to do is break those down right here in this series. So for this episode, we're going to be talking about toxic positivity. So Prada, you had brought this one up as a topic to cover. So I'm curious where this came from or, or what what is it that's shown itself to you, whether in your career, in your life, whatever it may be, where there is that toxic positivity and what does it mean to you? So as a woman, I've experienced this, right? We are, we, we are really good at toxic positivity, right? Where we suppress our feelings and we almost manipulate our own self in thinking, thinking, thinking about a situation in a way that will serve us, uh, will help us get through, but it stays within us, right? So it's eating us alive inside, but on surface, we are okay. Like we come across as like, you know, it's okay. So it's almost like, you know, there's there a lot of kind of manipulation. One manipulation I feel like we are good at is, oh, you know, it's fine. Like a, a friend did something. Oh, it's fine. I understand. The person has a reason. But inside you're like that bitch, man. Okay. And then you're also holding that inside you. So let's say she does it again. And then she does it third time. Now you're, and every time you've just come up and then all of a sudden you're going to blow up on it. And, and it feels so bad. So basically when I say anything positive, which makes you feel bad is toxic inside okay does it make sense <laughs> yeah 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 it's just i'm always just looking for examples but i know what you mean um and i know how draining facades can be um you know we don't try to talk about like the the coaching aspect necessarily of these conversations but there are some great examples from clients where they burn out because they are trying to maintain that facade they want to go along with the script. They want to be a team player. They don't want to rock the boat. Um, so they're going along. So I'm just thinking of all these scenarios where I kind of see that. Uh, and uh, it leads to a lot to like group think. Like we don't want to rock the boat. Like if somebody does something, you know, you can't. And, and what comes to mind for me, you and I have talked about how honest we are, how open we are, um, where I have this reputation with my friends where I kind of just say what's on my mind. Uh, and there are instances where in the past, like they've gotten upset, but to me, it's more about respecting them because I just want to say what's on my mind. Um, because I think not necessarily with those friendships, but there are instances where, like you said, if you hold on to something for too long, if, you, if you're not saying what you, what you mean to say, what you want to say, what you're feeling, because you have to keep that smile going, it's going to catch up with you. And the thing that you said was that it can be explosively. So, you know, it's just the, the pot boiling until it just blows up because you can't hold it back anymore. Uh, so I love to see people just be with tact, right, in the right way, in a respectful manner. 
um, just try to avoid that stress of just maintaining that facade because they believe maybe that's what it it takes to show people you have control of, I don't know, your life, who you are, your business, whatever it may be. And so, so in my experience, toxic positivity is more than a facade. You know, you, you do have a facade, but what it comes from is, is thinking this is the only way this will serve me, right? We really convince that let's say there's a manipulation. So let's uh, say okay. I don't like somebody's company, but I think he, he or she may be good for my career. So I will go and be really nice or you know do the things or be that team player, but inside I'm not feeling it. I'm not thinking that he's a great leader or great anything, but we give compliments to that person. We do all the right things, all the right things but it's only to serve my own agenda more than anything else. So there's this undertone. I love being selfish, but there's an undertone of just like, I just need to get this done and you know, my way yes. and move on. So that, that is to me is toxic positivity. So it happens in everything, whether it's a relationship with your husband or relationship at work, relationship with yourself. Sometimes, I am actually was really good at, you know, before I did my energy assessment at convincing myself how noble I am about caring for everybody in the house in a way, oh, this is for your health and all. And then I realized it's just because I wanted it that way. So when I did the energy assessment, it was very clear to me that I am really playing games with my own self. And I believed in it. That's the, the, the worst part was that was what I really thought who I was and I and I in there was always this feeling of dissatisfaction that I'm doing so much good in life why I don't feel fulfilled is still 100% why I have taken like dissatisfaction why I don't feel as good as I should be feeling you know out with the way I'm doing things outwardly and I realized it was really that toxicity I was creating inside me by pretending something but feeling something else inside yeah. And I think there, there needs to be a good balance of selfishness because I think people, um, in some instances, they want to be so noble that they give a, they, they, they're completely selfless, maybe for the right reasons too, but they're completely selfless or what you're talking about that, that, uh, toxic positivity where, um, they're just completely self, uh, selfish, getting what they want and completely selfish. Well, you have to be like balanced in being selfish because, because, before anything else, before anything else, you have to take care of yourself. It's the example of um, you're in an airplane and the mass drop and the parent with the little kid. You have to put it on first because if you try to help them and, and whatever fumes or gas or whatever is in the air, you're going to lose yourself. And then maybe if you're fidgeting with them, you're not going to be able to prepare them. So I've had this conversation with you in the past with other uh, business partners or collaborators where a lot of it, we have to be honest, we're, we're in this to make our lives better, to make our businesses better, right? Um, everything we do, we try to provide value like this podcast, right? But in the end, obviously, we want to draw attention to ourselves and the value we create. So there's that balance of I need um, attention to what I'm, the good I'm trying to do, but at the same time, I need to help somebody else. Like I'm not just putting it out there uh, to take, take, take. There has to be that sweet spot of doing for yourself first and foremost, but at the same time, once you've made sure that you're good, doing good by others. Um, 
but you're right. I mean, there are those instances where people, and hopefully you can tell, hopefully they're not that good at hiding it, that they just want to take, 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 and make sure that they're taken care of. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I think it's more like a toxic positivity is so personal that we don't realize that we are being toxic to ourselves because we are really doing all the right things, considering. But we don't understand the undercurrent of that is unsatisfaction because we are not being ourselves 100%. So even the selfish people who are selfless, why are you doing that? I always ask people who want to help. Like, it is for your own gratification. You're not doing it. Imagine not feeling good after helping somebody. Would you do it? Exactly. It really exactly. Is, at the end of the day, everything we do is for us, not for others. Yeah. We are doing something because it makes us feel good. So if I can help somebody at the end of the day, who is feeling good? Me the most, not and somebody else, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, so I think that's where, you know, the toxic positivity is a forced feeling good, right? Like forced on our own self. Oh, I'm such a great person. So I'm just going to be this, you know, it really comes from like, I, I need to be the bigger person. I need to be this person. But deep inside, you're not liking that. You yeah. are being the bigger person, but you're holding a grudge is still against that person inside that's what i'm saying like anything we do good to the world if it doesn't make us feel good in long run it may give us like our satisfaction now but long run we are keeping counts right oh my god in that energy you are keeping score of what you're doing and what other person is doing every time there's a fight you say remember i did all this and you did oh yeah oh my god that is toxic positivity they do all the good just to throw it against your face at some point okay another thing i've seen in toxic positivity john which is really like you help somebody you know and when the time comes and you need help and people don't help you you are very upset you get bitter yes hmm so what, okay, so in an ideal world, what is the balance? What is a right, a correct, a balanced pro- approach? What would it look like? You know what I mean? Oh. Like, because we're just, we're just like that. We're, we're built like that. We're, we're primal. We're animals. You know, if you consider like the history of man, our civilized world is like a, a time is a fraction of like how long we've been on the planet, right? So everything was about surviving, everything was about protecting what was ours, so on and so forth. So even though we've evolved with all this technology and we're all in our own huts, our own houses, we are still programmed that way. Um, so it's like, what? where is the balance? What is a balanced uh, approach? I, I, and here's the thing, this this reminds me of almost like emotional intelligence, where some people believe that emotional intelligence means that you get rid of all emotions. No, emotional intelligence means most times, unless you're like a psychopath, you have that feeling of jealousy, of um, stress, of um, whatever it may be, whatever you may consider toxic, but you kind of suppress it or you rationalize it or you face it and you say, Acting on this doesn't help me out. When it comes to toxic positivity, I mean, is it possible to do that where you realize why you're doing it? But as as long as you realize that you're trying to do it and working on it, is that is that okay? I'm trying to figure out how somebody goes about doing it the right way. For and me, maybe I'm overcomplicating. It. I don't know. No, it is not. It is really a good question because it is really important to know 
how to not be that person because you know you're not self, you're never feeling good about life 100% right you're not there's a place where you can float life is just amazing and it feels like that all the time even mm-hmm. with the good and bad around it doesn't like it doesn't bring you down and i think for me it has been like i'm not here to fix anyone so i think it all came because i really thought that i can fix people right i was seeing people as broken in some in my own thinking right and i needed to be that person to make it better for everyone i took that responsibility to be the world savior almost in a way or you know save people around me and what i've realized is nobody needs everybody actually is doing pretty well with or without my interference so if i really want to do something do it and forget about it right like don't do it from a place that i'm going to make your life better what i can just do is what i do so that i can feel good or i can do whatever like because it just feels good to me and then move on if this happens to make somebody's life better or if it happens to help somebody that's great but constantly thinking you know how can i do things for others how can i do things for others that fixing mentality so i have to like personally i have to go deeper like who am i to even help anyone like what is it what Ooh. makes me think so going from that place i think is really helping again is thinking okay i'm really doing everything for me because it makes me feel good and at the end of the day that's the bottom line yeah because, i mean in a wild crazy world in some crazy scenario if there was no one else if there was no one left to help yeah how would you feel about yourself you know what i mean like if you are driven by helping others um and saying in you know science fiction world the planet you know no one needs help anymore are you do you still feel complete do you still feel whole do you still feel like aside from that help you have yeah. something else to offer um so that's come up in conversations before where it's like okay especially like social media it's it's you know um we share obviously we share but there are a lot of people that are driven by that sharing with other people like the again there's nothing wrong with sharing i share pictures of myself my kids all that stuff but people that like live for that kind of stuff where that's the satisfaction is showing people and getting what they're getting from other people where it's like okay if all if that ability to to share if that ability to have your pictures liked went away would you feel satisfied um in who you were so it's a weird example but i almost see some parallels between what we're talking about here and that like especially i mean with social media people are only showing you know their best their highlight reels uh so that's just an for me it's an interesting um parallel and example yeah no and and here i always use like example of the lai lama can you imagine him going door to door and trying to help every single person on this earth but he is one of the most helpful and kind you know he he, he epitomizes everything all of those good human like as a human right all the top qualities right he's so calm and he meditates what he's doing he's doing what he can do and then he's not he's not getting attached to the outcome i think that's for toxic positivity we get attached to the outcome too but he's doing you know he's doing his work he's doing it quietly he doesn't need to be like oh my god if this doesn't happen like this is it right like you 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 got to do things you know i'm not saying not to help 
Yeah, no, I, I know your reasons for that and be clear yeah. about it. At the end of the day, you're doing because it does make you feel good, not so much for others. And others just happen to benefit because it makes you feel good. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't. I haven't misread this where I believe that you're saying, you know, don't help others. I, I don't mm-hmm. misread it like that at mm-hmm. all. I, I think it's I think it's very important because I've seen too many whether it's friends, clients, whoever, give so much of themselves that they have nothing left for themselves. So yes. there's that time where it can go to the extreme where, you know, whoever needs help, they're there for them. And and not that they expect anything to come back to them, but I mean, everybody else gets all of their energy and in the end, they're left with nothing. So that kind of example exists in the workplace, there are examples and business, there are examples and friendships and family. So I think it's um, especially coming into the holidays where it's about, you know, the giving season, no matter what background or religion it it may be. Um, Yeah, I think we have to guard that energy, that giving energy and make sure that it it is, you know, first and foremost for ourselves. And I think you've brought that up in previous conversations where it's like, oh, I feel so noble. Look at me because I'm helping other people where helping people is fine, but it has to be for a grounded centered feeling or, or fulfillment. Yes. So the only way I know when it's something is toxic, when I'm doing it and it's not giving me long-term happiness, it's not making me feel joyful. I know long-term I'm still feeling icky about something, right? Like, so I know like, okay, I need to sit back and address it and kill it. Right. Then continue feeling bad. Uh, even though I'm doing good so-called good i won't say good good but so-called yeah in my perception i'm doing good and yet i'm feeling bad about all of it so that's not good <laughs> actually i actually follow you i actually follow you um, i know you're, you're doing good i'm trying to i'm trying to do the calculus good. the math and the light over here no but i get it i i get it um and it's just amazing how guarded people do have to be i think that's one of the major things that i see just in whoever i connect with um friends, work, business, whoever it may be, it's just how guarded people have to be about how much they're giving away. Uh, I think it would solve, not solve a lot of issues, but I think it would take a lot of stress away, a lot of anxiety, maybe depression, maybe mental health issues, if they learned what was truly going to make them happy. Um, So I think it's a very timely conversation, especially coming into the holidays. Yes. So yeah, we'll talk more about it, but this is, I think is so worth exploring because literally transformed my life so amazingly. Like there's so much more, I think, joy since I really addressed this toxicity inside me. It, it what's crazy is I've, I've gone through that a little bit myself recently and nothing has really changed. I just very much guarded what I'm giving away, what I'm keeping for myself. So again, like the giving aspect hasn't changed, but I've changed my expectations of what I believe I should be getting back or feeling because of that. So the people that I've helped, whoever it may be, didn't lose anything. Nothing's changed, but just my attitude about like, okay, what's your expectation? What is it you expect to take away from those things? You need to change that and recenter yourself. Again, no major changes, just that quick flip of that switch and I'm more at peace. It's it's it, amazing. It's, yeah. No, that's a great start. Just a little question, right? Yeah. What do I yeah. want what out of this action I'm doing? That's it. Yeah. What what do I want? What are my expectations? Um, yeah. 
So how would you, so would you just say in a sentence or two, how would you have somebody start that process? How would you have them do a quick assessment? What should they ask themselves? What does that quick process look like that first step? That's, you, you, you stated it. That's that you have to just be just curious. Yeah. You're not going to get it tonight or, you know, overnight. It's a process. I'm, I'm, it's a lifetime. You're going to do it till the end of your life. But the more you're curious about, you know, why you're doing something easier, it is to be clear and be enjoy. I think. You've talked about it in the past. Um, I think when you first did your energy assessment, it is amazing how quickly things can turn around if you just look at it differently. Um, we gotta, we'll cover that in a different episode. But it just, I can't underestimate how how quickly it can do. Just if you just look at something slightly different. Um, so maybe we can get into that some other time. But thank you for this conversation, no, Prati. Yeah, yeah, we will we'll get into it. But this is like this this, this topic is so big. We, I can have like 10 episodes, you know, I can talk to, you know, continuously because it is really everything in our life is this. Yeah. It's that cliche where everything you're looking for is already inside you. It's a matter of finding it, refining it, tapping into it. And yeah. it sounds so cliche, but it, I think it does because it's, it's obvious. It's, it's simple. It's right there. Yes. Well, so no, thank you again for, you know, listening to us and I'm so grateful to have you guys. And I hope you get something out of it. It makes you think something, our conversations are not meant to give any answers. It really is just meant to ignite something different or maybe a thought, different thought process. But that's all it is. Yeah, and I've gotten feedback. It's it's crazy. I mean, we say that. like These things are just options. These stories we tell are just options. We're not saying this is the definitive way to do it. But I've gotten feedback when people are like, wow, they're just listening to that conversation, just the way you ask each other questions, you share stories, you consider things, you say, oh, maybe I was thinking about it wrong. Just following a conversation like that, I, I've already heard from people that it helped them a lot. So I thought that was amazing. That's great. Yeah. We are, you know, it's so, so good to hear that. So thank you again. And till next time. All right, guys. Thank you and have a great one. Bye.